day to you. Back with another episode. And this one's episode 18 with Rhea Melvin. And um, yeah, it's a classic. It's a good one, uh, as they all are. Seem to be flowing. And yeah, I've called it Age of the Aquarius because we found out we're both Aquarius. Both dyslexic. Both got about the same GCSEs, second to none, and uh, both highly creative. So I think that's the way it works, really. But yeah, it's a great episode. Uh, Rhea is a singer, dancer, and actress, or actor, and uh, recently brought out a real big track called Gravity um, and signing to M22's label. So yeah, we uh, discuss music, reality, um, upbringings, being Irish, and uh, yeah, it was really good fun, really good fun. I think we're going to do it again, and uh, yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you listen. And uh, I'm a bit worried she might steal my job because she's got a really good voice as well, really good radio voice, I would say it. But you know, now maybe they would call you a podcaster. But yeah, it's a good one. So yeah, listen, enjoy, and. Uh, Sit back. <laughs> it's like they've really spun away. Our consciousness, I can't describe how it is, is slightly false. To me, it's a slightly darker version. Because there is a... But I could look into my... Collective consciousness. Imagination. Truth is what... Real reality is based on. Mm. Oh, you know, oh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Is it there? Just because you say it's like that doesn't mean I'm going to read it. <laughs> they still don't know where consciousness is. So when I'm meditating, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 basically your heart. Really? Yeah. I just get terrified of it being on compression, but it's not. Right. <laughs> I think it'll be fine because it's fucking so close. Let me know if you want me to pull that closer. Just speak. La 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 la. No, I think you're fine. Okay. Just relax. <laughs> pressure. Yeah, it's good pressure though. No, it's good. Um, right, I think we could just go. I feel like I need bongos. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, literally. literally. So welcome to the shed. Oh, I'm in the shed. <laughs> We're finally in. We're finally after so long. So for people that don't know, um, know me and you or how we met, I suppose we met really, really briefly through um, the weirdness of Box, Box Park, Park and COVID yeah. and the transition of the world at that period, I suppose. Literally. So like... From from that point, what have you been up to? I know, um, just to give other people the information, that you are a singer, dancer, and... Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, do no, this, that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I 
So it is weird how obviously we've met. Like yeah. we've both worked under Boxpark. Yeah, yeah. Like the lovely area of Boxpark. We both worked under like those pods. Mm. Um and like I was working obviously at a time, like I you know, big dream, you go to London, you want to be a big singer, but you have to work another job. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. easy as just, like, nah. trying to do what you want to do. So, yeah, I got a job in a cookie shop, a vegan cookie shop, <laughs> which actually was decent. Um, But, it, you know, like, I just was doing that part-time, trying to do music. Mm. But I always felt like I couldn't really focus on music that much because I was working as well. Yeah. I was just waiting for that big break to, like, either get signed or finally just be able to focus on music full time. Yeah. But it's one of those where you kind of like hope that happens. But like at the meantime, I was like definitely putting energy into work or definitely putting energy into like singing, but felt like I was working and just like, mm -hmm. that's when whoever like you probably saw me at my like, felt like I was really low working there. Cause I was like, what am I doing? Like, mm -hmm. this is not what I want to do. I understand that it's like a real pain, especially I think, especially when you're a vehicle for another job or another yeah an outlet but that means your physical body has to be in a place where you can't push your passion or anything else that's what it is it's like yeah. you're trapped under this like you want to be like passionate against the job obviously but it's not that deep because you don't really care about the job that much mm -hmm. it's like i'm like thinking about it. i just remember like always daydreaming it was like school yeah like being in school <laughs> and like just thinking of like yeah performing or like doing whatever you want <laughs> Madison Square Garden like literally yeah, yeah, yeah. but like serving people yeah. and being like almost in a trance like I want to be doing something else mm. it's yeah. also quite weird because you just you're in this like steel box and you can just see the outside world passing by yeah and you're like just thinking of all your like <laughs> when can I get out there and do I... something with but, it but like prison actually yeah yeah shit so now and you left there obviously and now you've um I mean, your latest song, but I don't know when that came out. Was that last year? So that was, was, yeah, funny enough, this time last year. Yeah, and that was at, with M22 and Gravity. Yeah. So you're flying around. <laughs> yeah, I was flying around. Yeah, it actually yeah. was. It's yeah. funny because it was like based on Gravity and I was like in the music video, pure like upside down. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, where there's no Gravity. Literally, where there's no Gravity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. The opposite. It was like, thank God I trained in drama school for this. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was good. So how did that come around? That was so matt from m22 i'm just gonna name drop him matt um yeah. he found me on instagram and was just like i've been checking out a lot of your covers come down he, he's based in manchester he was like come down to manchester um and let's see what you're about like let's write a song and see how it goes yeah so i remember at the time like i didn't really have management or anyone around i kind of was like winging it just hoping that I would kind of get noticed mm. um, and it was like just kind of like fate almost and he just messaged and I was like right okay I'm just gonna go bearing in mind didn't even know this guy yeah could have been yeah. a serial killer for all I knew but I was like yeah. my dreams straight I'd go to away. serial killer yeah like, <laughs> been a serial not killer. just a bit of a weirdo I know serial killer <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah so I kind of just like took a wing for it went over met him and really decent guy and ended mm -hmm. up getting a really good song and almost like he started managing me and kind of like taking me along of like that journey actually. yeah yeah and is that the first kind of music video you've been in then yeah that yeah, was the yeah, first yeah. yeah first music video and i was like pinching myself the whole time i was like whoa like yeah. you know when you dream of something and you're like it kind of like put it up in your head of what it's going to be like mm. which is so different yeah in a good way i was like wow i can't believe i'm actually doing this yeah i find you can all i mean you know worry is one thing but also even when you're excited about something or anything the 
you never ever in your head create the visualization. You, you can get it close, yeah. but when you're going to something completely new, it is never what you thought. It's never. It's, it's mad. <laughs> That's isn't what's it? so fun about it, though. If you were like, oh, well, I knew this was going to happen. I know. <laughs> or like exactly everything to your T, like this mm -hmm. is what's going to happen. It's, it always goes the opposite anyway. Yeah. I think it's just life and any yeah. type of thing that you expect. How long was the was the music video then shoot wise? It was it was like eight hours. Oh, so one day you've done the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, one yeah day that's pretty good then. I know. <laughs> I I kind of like flew in, flew out, <laughs> flew in, flew out, touched down. Yeah. No, I felt like I kind of liked that, enjoyed that process more than like over the space of two days. I feel like I would have been more nervous because I was kind of low key shitting myself for mm -hmm. it, thinking, "Oh my goodness, like how is it gonna go?" And also like blagging it because obviously like you dream of being in a music video, but like they mm. don't actually teach you like. You have to mouth it. You have to. I didn't know like exactly what goes on, what the mechanics are in a music video. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. It's almost like you kind of had to. They were like, okay, like, um, this is the first scene. Like, you have to lip sing this, and we're gonna speed it up. Like they did like stuff where you had to actually speed up the song. Oh right, okay. to lip sing it really fast. I was like, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't know like all of that stuff. No, so it was like learning on the job. Like, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. Interesting, and almost like having loads of people around. It was like really fussy. It was class. I felt like a pure celebrity. Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. So you moving towards doing that for yourself now because you've been signed now, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you've got stuff in the pipeline. Yeah, I've got stuff and then, in the pipeline. And now you know how to lip sync really fast. Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> got that. That must be weird because it's like knowing your song anyway, but then also... But then no second guess. And you know when it's like nerves and then mm -hmm. it's like, now you have to lip sync it. And I was like, I'm going to forget the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what comes next? And I'm like, I've literally listened to this song on repeat for like two years, so why am I forgetting it? Yeah, but I suppose the pressure though, you can just freeze a little bit or with the brain thoughts. Know. <laughs> you know what it is? Where am I? You know what it is? Yeah. It's like when people are looking at you, it's like when people are literally all eyes on you, it's like the pressure it hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like before. There's quite a like... lot of people on a production of a music video as well, especially like that. It looked like a big setup. It was. It was like for. Was in some kind like... of tunnels. It was like. It a... was. It was an abandoned aircraft. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Hang on. Really sick, actually, location. It was like fully on. It was like really outside of London. I can't even remember the area, but it was mm. like really like it was like two trains. So much there. around gravity. <laughs> and you're like, everything's flying. <laughs> Could have gone to bloody NASA. <laughs> what was that about? Yeah. But no, um, yeah, abandoned aircraft. So it was very interesting. Mm. But it was good because like all the locations of like the different scenes were in the one area. So it yeah. wasn't like we were like getting a car to the next bit. It was like all quite decently in one area. Yeah, yeah. So it was signed. So has music been something for you that's, have you, like, did you grasp that passion from such a young age or have you always been, like, yeah. dabbling with other things? I Obviously not cookies, yeah. <laughs> just music. I always wanted to be working on a cookie. <laughs> um, no, I feel like, Ryan, to be fair, I, growing up, I actually just wasn't good at anything else. Mm. Like, I was always in school, I was one of those kids where I was in school and I was like, I just know I'm never going to get anywhere from school. Like, Ma's English. I'm really severely dyslexic. Same here. Are you? Yeah, yeah, High yeah. five. Yeah. Air five. <laughs> really? Are you? Yeah, yeah. Massively. Like, really? can you not see the writing on the things there? <laughs> no, because no, I'm literally dyslexic, yeah, so I yeah. wouldn't have known. No, my <laughs> mind definitely works in a dyslexic manner. Like, I can't, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Mm. I mean, but I... So when I was younger, I used to think that was the worst thing. I used to think, oh. In like, school, yeah. But because that, but that's all we know. Like, yeah. It's like you're either gonna be a doctor, you're either gonna be like a bloody scientist. You have mm. to be whatever. And school does have a pre like some sort of weird pressure on you to make you feel like 
if you're not going to do something academic, you're not really going to amount to yeah, anything. Yeah. So I had that going through my brain the whole time in school, just thinking, oh, like it was such a bad thing to be dyslexic or mm-hmm. I used to hide it and be really embarrassed about it. Yeah. But now it's like we can actually use it to our advantage because it's like it just means we're so much creative in a different area. Of course. Yeah. I think that also the outlets we have now like you know there's a platform for everything i mean with this i can put it out on youtube i can put it out on uh, audible i can put it out on spotify i can put it out on reels the outlets for creativity now is just like you know you're one vehicle but it can be put in in micro doses everywhere yeah but school is like if you don't understand the test you're going to fail and now you have to do it again yeah, and so, if you don't get your Miles GCSE or you don't get your English GCSE, <laughs> yeah. literally you might as well just, I don't know, Yeah, do I did terrible. I got... I didn't even get mine. You didn't get yours at all. No. no. And it's hilarious because like every job... So I might have got one to... grade more than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's jokes. Yeah, Love yeah. that. No, I literally didn't even get mine. But it's funny because like in every job... Did you just job, miss it then? I just... Didn't go. Or you just... Did, did you do the test? I did the test, but literally it was like... <laughs> they <were> like... <laughs> like, yeah. li- knowing I was going to fail. And it was so funny. Like, I remember the night before, like, revising, being like, I'm just going to stick on Netflix because I literally know I'm just not going to pass. So it's funny how, like... I don't know. It's funny. But I've blagged my way. Like, I probably mm. shouldn't be saying this. Like, every job interview is going to be looking back at this, maybe. And being like, she, she got, like, A-star in her mask. You see, see, I've literally wrote it on everything. <laughs> A-star. Yeah, but I think, like, no one no one oh goes back to the school. You know what I mean? I just want to check. Who's going to call up? Yeah. Is where you got her mask, you Please? Yeah, I think it's when, like... To work in hospitality, like... Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean... I think if you've got a voice box and you can you can pour a drink or hospitality or cook it, then, then so you know what I mean? A lot of the time you skills. can get the job, yeah. But I think some people lying on, you know, on certain things can be quite dangerous. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, but... Um, jobs. No, literally. But no, dyslexic for me, I used to look at it as a burden, but now I look at it as like, it's the way my brain works. I can harness yeah. that and more creative. But I think, I think schools are getting better in a creative sense now. I think so. Because... Obviously, where people are making money now. Yeah. And it's it's mad how, like, are probably people that are, like, say, like, 16, trying to figure out whether they want to go to uni. Mm. I feel like it's a lot more accessible to be, like, people are making loads of money off Instagram. Yeah. People are making loads of money off, like, anything. Like, all, like doing brands. Like, yeah, brands. Yeah. And it's yeah. mad how, like, I kind of low-key wish I was in that generation where, like, it was very, like, broadened. But, mm. like, back then, it was just a bit more, like... Like, I don't know whether you can do that, but now people are adventuring on it. And it's amazing to see yeah, like, yeah. the evolution of, like, it going. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are not thinking, I have to go to uni to make something of myself, because mm. realistically, you don't. And a lot of the most successful people didn't even go to uni or didn't no. even get no. the Mars GCSE. I think it's good. I think uni's good if you know what exactly what you want to do. Yeah. But you can use that that place and with the with the people that are there you're around a lot of people that are creative and doing the same sort of thing. Yeah. So you do make mates for life or you do then, you know, someone gets a job there. So that connectivity, that networking, that worked. Mm -hmm. But in school, it's like, you know, it's a system where you're literally having to learn all this stuff. Yeah. Um, But I didn't go to uni and I kind of like, you know, just I think when you find 
like you said, you didn't feel you was good at anything else but singing and dancing. Yeah. And I think when you find your synchronicity to what you're meant to do to your passion, everything just kind of falls, falls into place. Into place, you know 100%. what I mean? And you'll get that sideline job all the time if you ever need it. Or like, Literally. Because it knows it's pumping the thing that you're meant to be doing. Exactly. 100%. I feel like I've got a motto where it's like, if you want to do something, you could literally do anything you put your mind to. Yeah. But if you know you're good at it, you might as well try. Because I remember thinking, I remember I, had, I came to like conclusion, not conclusion, like almost like an obstacle, whether I could almost like see my life go in two ways. Yeah. This is when I stopped school at 16. I knew I was leaving school anyway because I yeah. literally could not go anywhere else. But I remember <laughs> I could, <laughs> could, not, could not get a job. But I literally saw my life go in two directions. And it, one was like, go to tech and like try and do health and beauty or like a little bit of like I or like low-key drama stuff like almost mm. amateur stuff or like try and go to London yeah and I remember just thinking like why not just try for the bit I know it seems so out of reach and so daunting and so scary and such a com out of my comfort zone but yeah I like, yeah I know if I went that way I'd regret it mm. so it's mad how like it's almost like the fear just steps in and it's like, yeah. it overcomes and it's just like, why not? Yeah, I yeah. Think it's that fuck it mindset of just fuck it. Yeah, I think... Life's so short. And I think some people get confused by fear. I think you're meant to get nervous in what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. But I think it might just be your body going, yo, this is this is going to be a bit intense so we're just getting ready. Yeah. So then you just get ready into it and then you go into it and then it's fine. Yeah. You know? But I would sure. rather live with that nerve and that excitement than nothing. Same. Than you know? just like immediate because that's depression yeah, that's, that's depression <laughs> like, literally it's, it is like living a life of like what could have been or what if mm. and i think i think that's probably one of my deepest fears going deep right now but i think that's probably one it, of that's kind of what this is okay. <laughs> letting it all loose yeah, like, yeah, therapy yeah, right now. Yeah. but no it is it's kind of like that's probably my deepest fear it's like being unsuccessful but it's not it's like being like wishing of like i had of yeah yeah of. yeah yeah i think so and also, I think if you're pushing yourself to go in the direction of your passion or what you want to do, yeah, then when it doesn't happen, you don't really necessarily look at it like a negative, to... yeah, because you just it's think not meant to be, it's, or it's not meant to be just then. Yeah, you're not quite ready. Just that's not. why that didn't happen, and you yeah. still need to learn certain things in for that to happen. Exactly, and then you'll get to that process. Yeah. So what was what was growing up like? Because it wasn't in London then. It wasn't in London. It was obviously in Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's actually very different. I felt like I almost grew up properly in London because mm. I actually moved over when I was 16, obviously after school. But I felt like I, like, childhood was good, but it wasn't, it felt like I was really, it felt like I was a little bit different my whole time, like being in Northern Ireland. Yeah. And nothing against Northern Irish people. I just feel like our culture is a bit more, you either are, northern irish and you either look northern irish there wasn't really much ethnicity going mm -hmm. around so i almost felt a little bit different and i think maybe that's probably because maybe not being as academic but also having a look because i'm half spanish as well yeah yeah so like and i think it was hard to kind of be accepted in that kind of culture of being different yeah yeah but like everyone was quite you either looked the same or you did what you did but mm. if you're a little bit different it kind of was a bit taboo yeah so it was a bit of a weird i felt yeah. like i didn't i couldn't really find my place growing up it was almost like i didn't know who i was mm. but i remember the moment like moving to london at 16 i felt like i really found myself 
Yeah, of course. Because everyone's very diverse here in a sense. Yeah. It's nothing different, I suppose. Yeah, because there's so much, like, it's mad how, like, being from a small town, like, it is really small and, like, everyone knows everyone. Mm. And there's just not really much people being different or wearing what they want to wear or doing what they want to do. So I think almost, like, moving, it was like, there's so much... Like, I just remember coming to London and being like, there's just so much culture. Yeah, yeah. And no one's the same. No. And it was almost like, I can be anyone. Yeah. And I can be anyone that I want. I can be, be me. <laughs> I can finally be me. <laughs> Quite literally, though. Yeah. But it was, yeah. I, I felt like I didn't really, yeah, I felt like I didn't really fit it in, like, fit in. Would you say that, that, because I think, you know, if you have a bit of a harder upbringing in a sense of not fitting in you kind of mold yourself as a stronger person anyway you do and then it gives you more of an edge when yeah. when you're surrounded in london because that's exactly what you need if you're going to be a singer or dancer or you know any kind of creative you need to have something that's going to pull you apart pull from, you from the rest i actually i believe in that and i think that's kind of what i did before going i kind of hardened myself to a certain extent and then coming and like being in like an atmosphere of so many big personalities and drama mm. skill, it's almost like I didn't feel like really like small. I felt like actually quite like big and like almost like I fitted in perfectly. It was like the most yeah, yeah, yeah. ideal place I could have been. Yeah. Which is mad because at home I was like a shell of a person. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't even, yeah, it's mad. So who who's Spanish? And what side is... My dad. Oh, your dad is. Who's mm-hmm. <laughs> Spanish? What's that? <laughs> so he moved to Ireland. Yeah. So yeah. I, to be honest, I couldn't even tell you much about him because I've only met him once. All right, okay. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but, <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, yeah, I, like, it's one of those, like, I've always lived with my mum, always yeah. with my brother. And... Yeah, I kind of got to, and I think that's probably a core as well of how I felt like I didn't really know myself growing up because I mm. never knew my dad. Yeah. So it was one of those where, like, I didn't really know exactly who I was in terms of, like, that side of the family. Yeah, yeah. I was just brought up with like, kind of my mum's side of the family, but almost was, like, curious to know, like, what my other roots were. But yeah, I just never got a chance to meet my dad. But funny story, quickly. Yeah. Turns out he lived around the corner from me my whole life. <laughs> what? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Literally, like, yeah. it's one of those random ones where, like, I lived with my mum my whole life and then mm. kind of, like, got really curious to where he was. Yeah. My mum said, like, yeah, he always lived here as well. But, like, he kind of just disappeared whenever I was born. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awful, but he did. And I remember just being, like, surely like this motherfucker is somewhere yeah 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 but like i remember like going through a stage before getting into drama school um before getting a scholarship because i got a scholarship yeah with no gcse's, with no GCSEs. <laughs> mad yeah but um i'll tell my brothers that <laughs> <laughs> imagine they're gonna come for me yeah um but yeah so i remember like before getting the scholarship it was our school was really prestigious, so it was like a lot of money to like pay up from. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mum was like, "Look, I'm sorry. The reality is, you're not going to be able to go if you don't get a scholarship." Yeah. So I remember getting really angry and thinking, you know, if I had a dad, <laughs> if I had a dad to bring that other income, it's mad how my brain thought at that time. But I was true like, though. Really bold. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If I had a dad that could maybe like give me that other income, I probably could have gone. Mm. And I remember just getting really angry and looking up 
where he lived and like find, like randomly finding this guy on Facebook. And he was around the fucking corner. And he was around the corner. <laughs> and I actually, this is ballsy, but I actually went, I remember one day after school, I was like, mm. said to one of my friends, I was like, I'm going to go and knock on his door. Yeah. And I did. And I went and knocked on his door and it was so random. Like this boy answered, he was about 14. And I was like, does he live here? Does he live here? And he was mm. like, I'm going to say his name. And he was like, um, no, he used to live here, but I'm like his stepson. Yeah, yeah. So weird. And I just remember finding out like this whole other life that he had. He had like a wife and stuff. Yeah. So it was kind of like hard hitting, but almost like this is weird. And I remember meeting up with him as well, like trying to organize a meetup. Um, And we met up and it was just really weird. Mm. It was a really weird atmosphere. Yeah. It's tricky when you don't grow up with that mold. I know. And then you have to learn who that person is. Is. Because it was almost, but it was actually really, like really realized, like what's the word? Like, almost like a nice like realization because it was almost like I had all these questions like fured up mm. and like was really like wanting to pump out these questions and be like you know why but it almost like got to that stage where I saw him face to face and like kind of emotionally forgive him mm. from like just not being present in my life but it was just kind of like yeah because but I felt probably like fine because I had my mom and I had my brother I'd never felt like I needed him. Yeah, so it was yeah. It's like my mom was kind of both parts. So it felt like I was almost like forgiving of like accepting of who he was and kind of intrigued to kind of get to know him a bit. Yeah, I always say um, forgive but don't forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it takes too much energy to hate or it takes, it you does. know what I mean? It, it actually does. And it's emotionally, yeah. it actually probably affects you more emotionally of than Of course. Him. Yeah, like, yeah. I would hate to go through my life with this awful grudge or this mm. awful, like, yeah, I'm never speaking. Like, I feel like it's just too short enough to just, you'd rather just forget and accept because yeah yeah like i at the time i was 16 i remember just being all like you know when you're 16 you think you know everything no fear, no fear. <laughs> like, i am the alpha male I, am the <laughs> I know what i'm talking about yeah but it's mad how like it's we're all just human and like once you grow up and you get to like your 20s mm-hmm. you start to realize like you know what he was probably just like we all make mistakes and yeah it's of course just, it you is start realizing your own self-awareness yeah. and that how someone else can be that that kind of somebody else gonna no yeah. exactly and also just like it's not just because of you like sometimes like when we're young it's, we're very small minded mm. we think it's always because of us or it's like everything revolves around you but once you get older it, like that kind of goes and it's like whoa well he's probably thinking of this and da 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 like there's so many more there's so much more to a story yeah than what you think in your head yeah yeah of so course it is mad but yeah I think DMX said something like trust a trust a snake to be a snake trust a snake to bite you <laughs> oh that's quite good <laughs> Yeah. yeah 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 i mean um so you don't so mainly i mean you're like pretty much irish irish then really do you yeah. do you ever go to spain or anything like that that kind of heritage is no, not i've uh, never seen it yeah. i'd love to i'd love to like look up my antrust like an, antrustries. <laughs> ancestors ancestors thank you yeah but yeah i'd love to like really get involved but i feel like i'll do that maybe later at a later time moment. i think fi- you'll find it you've just found yeah. your yourself yeah, yeah yeah and i think like find it definitely putting all my energy into my career at the mm-hmm. minute um but then maybe later on in life i'd love to kind of yeah. pick that up but for now i'm i'm full-on irish 100 percent irish irish <laughs> irish yeah so who uh growing up who's sort of been your big inspirations not necessarily just music, but like your your mum seems like quite an inspirational person. Yeah, it actually, as corny as it does sound, it is going to be my mum. Yeah. I feel like she's one of those women that like, just, it's the mindset, she's always taught me the mindset of like, 
if you want anything done, you can do it yourself. And you actually don't need to rely on anyone. No. Which I really like. And I feel like I've taken that from her through my like career in terms of music as well. It's like, I can't wait around for a dream to happen or I can't wait around for to no. rely on someone. So I feel like that's probably one of the best lessons she's taught where it's like, if you want something done, you can literally do it. Or, you know, you don't need to rely on someone to mm-hmm. make your dreams happen. And also just to make in general happen because also humans are unreliable and like it sounds, <laughs> sounds like a, a full-on like no it's true though from negative, building but... you know if from my my side of things like from building businesses or yeah. clothing line when you, you have to yourself. use a lot of people to build one objective yeah you're relying upon a lot of things you know and you are God, does England like a drink? You know what I mean. True, true. The amount of hangovers that have let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'd be like, "You and me, you coming?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah." Oh, sorry. I'm absolutely. Yeah. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. No. But it's mad how like, but that's something that I like really value from her that she's taught is like, hmm. you can do every, uh, kind of anything yourself, and also it's okay to be on your own. Yeah. She's always like, I've never seen my mum with a partner, hmm. like since my dad. So it's amazing to see her be completely fine on her own because I feel like in your 20s you kind of get really scared I mean a lot of my friends like seeing their relationships and like seeing how like they rely kind of on someone Mm. or like someone to make them happy yeah but it's almost like you can be completely whole and fine in yourself and it's like you can actually carry that in and almost blossom a relationship into if you're happy enough you can elevate it it's not supposed mm. to be like dragging someone down no and that's what she's always been like you know she's never had and also like i've always loved to see her with someone but it's almost like you can actually be completely whole and fine on your own yeah and, and i think cool. some people need to go through the process of being on their own first before yeah. they're with someone otherwise it becomes well i think that's me right now i feel like that's what it is about like yeah. being completely and accepting that because I, I remember going through stages of thinking like, I remember just always seeing my career as my one focus. Yeah. Which I kind of like, but also it's a blessing and a curse. Like, I would see my friends go through all these big relationships, and I'm like, I kind of really want to experience that. Or, like, mm. I want to experience heartbreak. Or I the grass experience... is always greener. Yeah, the grass is always And <laughs> yeah. it's mad how, like... But you just need to water yours. Exactly. True <laughs> that, Ryan. True <laughs> that. Water the plant. <laughs> but, like, it's fine. It's fine to be, like... <clears throat> kind of going through that but I always thought like oh in terms of writing and like in terms of writing a song I need to like go through that heartbreak but it's actually fine like to just you know go through your life experience so I've always kind mm. of had that mindset of like career career but then felt like I've missed out in the other sense of like love and relationship but yeah then seeing my mum be fine with you got ages well. and then I'm like you know what I'm 22 you got ages, chill out ages for heartache right now I know yeah yeah so, um no and I think also like you seem like you know yourself really well at a young age, I would say. And I think, and I think also, if you don't like your own company, that's not a good thing. No, 100%. <laughs> you, need, you need to be good on your own. See, lockdown for me was good for that because right. it was a very much, um, you know, furloughed. I was here for three months. Yeah. This is really where I started this from. Yeah. Before I used to make clothes in here. I love that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's a lot of energy in this place, I would say, from what's what's been made and what's yeah. come out of it. But like trial and error. And I feel like yeah. that feels like it's that atmosphere. Yeah. But like- also I found that what lockdown did for me was um, I stepped off. Yeah. Like, because like you said, the go, focus go, go. was constantly on business. And then I realized, hang on a minute. 
I'm actually a person. <laughs> yeah. And like and that was at 29. Yeah. yeah. So that was very late, I would say. And, you know, I went straight into businesses and everything like that. Yeah. But didn't really ever take the time to myself. Yeah. And to heal in certain ways, to acknowledge certain things, yeah. you know, to also do stuff to like listen. that. Yeah, 100% yeah. To listen to like what really you want out of life. Because mm. we're in a role and I remember like working and like on a role of my career is going to make me happy, which is a really bad mindset because realistically, like, you should be happy in the present moment of whatever you're doing. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, okay, once I hit the success peak of whatever, being a singer or being mm. whatever, it's yeah. going to make you happy because realistically, the people that are up there aren't even happy. So it's like, what makes us feel like we have to be happy once this happens? Of course. But it is mad how, like, yeah, as you were saying, like, once you're, like, you're, you take a minute to kind of settle off mm. of all the chaos of life and, I loved lockdown because you felt like, yeah. what a second, like, I'm going to second guess wh who I am right now. <laughs> I actually was that, which yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah. It's not how you came up with like a creative, a completely different career. It's different not. outlet. You know, I think I looked at everything I didn't like with my previous business yeah. and everything I wanted to connect with with this business. And yeah. I love conversation, obviously. The art of it. Yeah. And just, um, you know, I used to sell a lot of festivals and things like that. So and the main thing, I, the clothes were just to be there, mm -hmm. you know. You so it was kind of what was going to make you. It was mainly just talking to everyone that I liked. So I yeah. did it that way. Um, Mad. But yeah, it's funny, funny, like that you say, you know, to... It can be dangerous to goal chase. I find it's good to have goals, but once you're there, you know, what's the next thing? What's yeah. the next thing? What's the but next thing? Being able to celebrate them moments. Yeah, yeah. Because of a lot of people just go. Future thinking is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, this is, for instance, like me this time last year, I remember one of my goals was to be on a podcast. Mm. Not that I'm on a podcast <laughs> right now in this moment. How, how ironic. But it's mad how, like, yeah. now that I'm in the moment, like, appreciate it and, like, make sure, mm -hmm. like, you're really in it because yeah. it's mad how, like, we've got these goals and once we're there, it's like, right, what's next? Or, like, what am mm -hmm. I going to do next? Or, like, it's mad that we, like, it's mad to just... We can't stop doing that, though, as a human, I don't think. I feel like that is just a human trait of yeah. my life. Yeah. But it's kind of acknowledging it, trying to be as you know, content as you are of what you wanted. Mm. Because I almost find, like, it's cute whenever you look back of, like, your small goals and you, if you've achieved some of them, it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, you should be proud of yourself. So do you feel, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but do you feel that the, the passion, to follow your passion for you is the key to your sort of happiness? Yeah. Most of the time. Yes, I do. I think it's, like, to do with, because sometimes I'd, I'd go through a stage where I'm like, if I'm not being productive, I'm not happy. Mm. But it's not even that. It's just like one thing to even better yourself a day. If it's even like the smallest thing of getting up and making your bed or like talking to someone or having a good conversation. I actually really love conversation. Mm. And like You could be a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And by the way, my next podcast. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe. But it's actually, it's funny how you said that because now I'm thinking about like obviously music stuff and like what I want to do. Yeah. A lot of it is to like sing my experiences, mm -hmm. but also like tell a story. Yeah. And I think if you can make someone, if someone can get something out of this podcast or someone can get something out of what you're trying to say. Yeah, or the music. Or the yeah, music, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. I think your job is done. And I think that's what fulfills me of being able to like do something. I know that sounds really humble and like nice, but like, it's true though, like being able to like give something to someone makes me feel better. Not yeah. like all selfish and like I need to like you know, no. do this. So 
Yeah, a lot of the time, I think also when you create something, it's like it's just it's running through you. Like you don't really know. Yeah. I struggled a little bit with podcasting at the start in the sense of like I paint or I've done artwork. So always you'd have something physical, but then it's like what I would get from listening back to having an interview was I'd found that so much more creative. Yeah. But I never really looked at words as being creative, yeah. especially being dyslexic. You're like words are the curse yeah. of the devil. Well, I write these solo pods. But I need someone to write emails for me because no, I write like I'm speaking. Same. It's, it's completely no, same. informal. <laughs> same. Like, What's up, bro? Like, literally, Ryan, I'm the worst. I would literally be like, I actually sometimes, have you got that like thing where you would like mm -hmm. say, speak into your phone and it would type for you? Yeah, a lot of the time it doesn't pick up. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, actually, what are you trying to say? I, well, listen, I mean, Irish accent's even worse. It's like gibberish. It comes up gibberish. So I have to actually put on an English articulated yeah. accent and be like, Hi, how are you today? <laughs> Kindest regards. And it's like, it just types crap. And it's so funny how, like, I just don't make any sense of reading. Mm. So I need to, like, get someone to help me. So was you, did you actually have, like, the dyslexic test? Like, to find out if you was? Yes, but yeah. that was, like, I think they clocked early on. And I just yeah, remember yeah. my mum coming, like, like sit, sit me down after, like, a homework. Because she mm. just helped me with my homework. And it just used to be a battle. Yeah. And she was like, I don't get how you don't understand. And I was like, no. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. But I remember her sitting me down one like day after school and be and I think I was about six, so I really wasn't that old. Mm -hmm. I must have clocked early. I was maybe showing some signs. But yeah, yeah. She, I remember her saying, like, I think you're gonna need a bit of extra help. Yeah. So yeah. just bear that in mind. So I, I had a like tutor for like six years. Did you? It didn't work. <laughs> I ended up like, yeah, I don't know. I ended up just speaking crap yeah. to them, like just getting stuff out of it them. It was terrible. Like I a mean, good conversation. She she used to put on, um, Juliet was her name. Juliet. She used to put on Wimbledon as well. Like she was, she was <laughs> she couldn't obsessed. Be bothered. She was obsessed, but she's like, I'll put, I'll keep it on quiet. But most of the time, I'll be watching it, and we'd be like doing whatever. <laughs> It's almost like they just... Sorry, mum. <laughs> All those 22 pounds you must have paid. You know what? If I... Career change, if I ever need to make some extra cash, I'm mm. going to think of teaching a dyslexic person, like whatever homework because literally all you do is like, yeah, get yeah. on like, a youtube video and watch like <laughs> nothing because the, but what that's is how we learn do? though in a sense though it is like i find i learn if if someone shows me how to do something physically yeah. i can do it straight away yeah near enough you know a lot of, if we're not talking about free running <laughs> <But> <laughs> jump up there no parkour try yeah, parkour. <laughs> <laughs> try it your turn you're like, oh, yeah. okay maybe not that one maybe not. but like with what do you like at reading books? Do you even bother? There's a lot of these look great. They look great. I've read probably actually no, I have read I've read one, two, three this is me boasting. One, I've... two, three, four, five. I've read five out of about ten. Well done. <laughs> That's actually well done because reading is like I'm high Ten or years. something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like stoked when I'm reading. I don't yeah. know what it is. I just have no clue. It's mm -hmm. like the words are... And you know when people are like, is dyslexia like when the words are like forming? And I'm like, mm. yeah, when I'm reading. Yeah. It's literally just everywhere. So, yeah. Don't I think it's like with, with a word as well. It's like you can't... Um, the B's and D's for me. But also I can't visualise a word. I think we think more in pictures than we do. More do in visualisations than visual. in words. Yeah. Because I'll read a page and then I'll go... What was that about? I don't know no, I'm focused on like how I'm reading it. I'm yeah. like, so... It's so funny. That's what it's like, dyslexia. It's like you're reading, but you're not all there. Mm. It's like you're away with the fairies when yeah. you're reading. Yeah. And then you have to do it like 10 times. You're like, right, now I finally get it. Mm -hmm. 
that's why my one of my favorite books was Alan Watts. It's called The Book, and uh, I'll send you a link of. He's like some posh uh, British kind of uh, philosopher that right. went to the, like the eastern side of the world, you know, and brung back that kind of culture, so like meditation. Love it. Um, but he talks in like a riddle kind of way. It's really like words are his pattern. And would you, know you understand I mean? that, do you reckon? So the book is almost like I can hear him in my head and it's a very much different way of writing. He's written like 30 books and they're all just like the Zen way. You are who you are. But that's mad because I feel like to a normal person, maybe they would not understand that, but to mm. a dyslexic person, maybe that is like... It's mad how like we can maybe get what people are saying. I feel like we've maybe got a good sense of what people are trying to say, even yeah. when I like empathy I might be high in it. Actually, I'm not sure, but yeah, maybe. But carry on. Bruce. But with like these, um, I listen to audio. Like, I can take that in all day. You know. Yeah, same with podcasts. I love podcasts it. and everything like that, and I feel like I'm learning. But then it took me a while to realize that that was a way to learn. Because you've been so taught in a way of taught. reading textbook, that's how you digest something. And it's like, but I can't do that. <laughs> I know. And it's like, what other way? What is that the reason? Yeah. Usually? So true. I, I find that as well. It took me a while, though, to figure out. And I still feel like to this day, I'm still trying to figure out how I learn, how I, how I actually absorb mm -hmm. information. Yeah. Because I find like, yeah, there is some sort of way. But like, I'd love to know more of like, how else I can do it. Yeah, yeah. But like I know a little bit, but I've not really, it's like almost like I've found an, a certain percentage of how I can do it, but not mm. really. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I need to figure yeah. out what that is. Learning like. how to learn. I'm learning how to <laughs> learn who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, how I can learn. Alan Watts says something quite funny. It's, uh, you are you because I am I am I am I because you are you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he's what just, did you say? He's just nuts, but yeah. But also he's a tortoise in my living room, so it's calm. <laughs> <laughs> so going back a little bit down the career path, how do you feel, obviously you're going to bring out new music, you're going to you know, expand, more people are going to get to know you. What's your relationship with your passion, but also the fame that's going to come with it? How do you feel fame is around how it can be on a positive and negative side? It's quite scary when you think of it like that. Yeah. Like imagine being like so normal and then imagine like blowing up overnight. Mm -hmm. I always find it like interesting to know. Terrifying. Like, imagine that like <laughs> artists that like have literally brought out one song and it's mad how it can literally take one song. Because mm. like for me, it was like I, I thought in my head, I was like gravity's going to come out and I'm going to be huge. Yeah, yeah, World yeah. by star. But it's mad how like yeah. obviously the reality kicks in. <laughs> I love your honesty for that. Know, but it. you do. You always think, oh, this you, is going to be the big one. I, I remember like taking like a Snapchat memory thinking, right, mm -hmm. right. And it was like a note to self. It was like, if you ever become huge, just remember this feeling. <laughs> Come back to the humbleness. I'm like, who, who do I think I am? It's funny, mm. but I feel like, I mean, I'd like to hope I'd be humble and chill and whatever, but I suppose you never know until it happens. Mm. But I also think fame's a thing right now where it's kind of dead. I feel like being famous, once you're there, I feel like everyone's famous these days for like yeah. so much. Yeah. So it's almost like back in the day, the fame was so like, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera era mm -hmm. was so, yeah. that was a famous Ensign. person and it was insane. <laughs> yeah, and it was like bow down to all these great celebrities mm -hmm. but I feel like now because TikTok and Less so, creative outlets yeah. led less to, to less creatives in a sense. Quite literally. I yeah. feel like artists are kind of looking to like, which is fine, 
but like it's kind of like the the sense of art and like albums these days it's just kind of like mm. yeah but then there's that famous train guy on tiktok and he's pretty famous like there's yeah, not yeah. really much substance to no. fame so i almost feel like it's so dead and gone where like if it does hit me you probably might just feel normal as mm -hmm. well yeah you know yeah yeah i think i think then there's there's levels isn't there in there's a sense levels. you've got these the obviously the cancel culture side but then you've got the kind of untouchable sides you yeah. know, like Kanye West and things like that yeah. can just you know but but then also like that's so gradual for him I, I, I think like overnight you can't become a worldwide star no 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 you can but it feels we're looking at 30 years 40 years it does it takes so much gradual mm. hard work and I think from Kanye being like did you see that documentary Loved by the it. way yeah. insane genius like literally a genius yeah but it's so inspiring as well mm. someone like me like an upcoming artist wanting to see like how he did get that rejection yeah of course and then literally everyone's saying no mm. and like for such a long into, time yeah 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 him yeah. going into that label and singing and them like being like no but it's mad how like it did it did take a <clears> huge <throat> lump of like time mm. but then it's it is possible and i think that's mad yeah I think for me, it's like, as long as I, you know, don't say the wrong thing too much on a podcast, yeah. but at the same time, as long as I get to keep doing what I like doing, yeah. then it all makes sense, 100%. you know? And I think with, with Ye now, it's like, he's just, he's just an outlet of, of expression, like... Of literally expression. Yeah. Through his clothes, through his brat, like through everything. For anything that, that can be physical that he can mentally make yeah, yeah. did you see that thing he made i can't remember what it's called but it's like yeah a, it's like a speaker thing and it's like something to do with but he managed to sell his album for 200 that's the only place you could buy it so it was 200 dollars that's where he's a genius i think anyone that it's what we're looking at and talking about a minute ago was obviously like the train guy no i haven't seen anyone do that to be honest he's pretty dope <laughs> he's like pretty dope. At the excitement he has around a train is just mad <laughs> yeah know, he's pretty sick. but i mean gucci picked him up and like what? yeah so he done a whole ad with gucci and got like just out. i think Sick. he went on franz ferdinand wait maybe yeah. he went on stage All for the love and the passion of trains yeah. i love that like you can do anything yeah. it's mad yeah it's just <laughs> different i suppose but with um train guys just made me lose my fault but basically with 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 like Kanye, I think it's where people can call him a genius or where, where I think it is that is yeah. because everyone's doing one thing and then he does something different. different. Yeah. It's, and I yeah. think that's the key to it now. Defo. And it's fucking hard but because it's scary and daunting. Yeah, well. that too. Yeah. Cause you can lose a lot of money <laughs> yeah, exactly. or a lot of trust. Precisely. Mm. And I think that comes down to music. That's like kind of me where I'm at at the minute. It's like almost like I'm on this career path where it's like, be yourself, but then don't be to yourself because mm. you won't fit into the algorithm of what the music is these days. Yeah. But then you also will be so far away that like you're just not accepted. So it's mm. almost like being yourself to a certain extent to make people grab on and be like, oh, this is what she's about. Yeah. But then what have you got to come that's going to be different? And I think the artist that have really done that well is Lady Gaga because she mm. like was completely doing what was trending at the time. Like yeah. Just dance. It's all that dancey music. And then went completely off the rails and weird, like Alejandro and all those different albums. Mm. And like, you know, completely spoke her mind and wanted to say her truth from the beginning, but had to kind of play the game first yeah. in order to get the respect of people all eyes on her. Yeah, yeah. And then went fully on weird. And I think if I can do that right, 
Mm. Hopefully, authentically be myself and be and then know, go fully be weird. For it. <laughs> but if not, I might have to play the game and then be fully weird. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I suppose it's just it's weird how like it's mad how like it's the fear, it's the initial fear of like if you want to be yourself, like you do have to just free fall into the unknown of yeah, like, of I hope people accept me and just do it. Mm-hmm. Billy Eilish did it well as well. Like she completely was herself, but like again did what was trending to a certain extent and mm. then was like her own self. Yeah, I mean, I think with beats now, like a producer knows a hit, yeah. you know? 100%. But, it's not, it's like, <laughs> but also like for me in this, like I'm in that world, but I'm also like not a producer, so I'd not know. Like it's mad how like they can hear that. Yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah. a worldwide hit or that yeah. is a hit or that's not going to work or that will work. Mm-hmm. And also who's to decide? I find it mad how like... Because it still could, it still could not do well. Yeah, it depends. But like who's the who's the like? Well, I think we're just like walking. We're all blagging it. We're walking like you know picking up on frequencies. So it's like there's certain, you know, I think there's certain beats to everyone in a sense, but there's definitely a generalization of of, of like. Yeah. Of one topical beat that's gonna hit, you know, it's like There's summer tunes are quite reference. different to winter tunes. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, true. It's a feeling, you know. It's a feeling, 100%. So, but it's all—it's mad how like it's all preference, and like who's to say, like say at a record label and A and R saying that is what everyone's gonna love and everyone's gonna buy that. Yeah. But like, and it flops, and it's mad how like that hmm. is like, who's to say that will work or will? will yeah, run. yeah. So I almost feel like we're all A and R's in our own sense of like our own material it's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna do this because i like it and i think that's probably what i should probably think about a little bit more making music it's like yeah i don't have to think too much into like what people want to hear rather than what i actually just want to make yeah because what am i good at you know i'm always going to do my best work of like what i like to do rather than what i feel like people want to hear mm-hmm. so. yeah and i think if you're good at what you do yeah. and you do what you like to do then people just just fuck with it anyway because it's True. like because if you own your shit no yeah one can say mm. uh like you're not owning it so yeah it's like... it's like if i was if i was a podcaster it, like why well, i'm trying to be or am but if you're i was like kind of like asking yourself the whole time you'd be yeah like, if i'm uh, sitting in here going oh i just don't know what but, to say right now or like saying <laughs> what do you think of this and be like actually is that even a good question yeah uh, was that should i have said that oh, oh. God. then it's funny how like my brain works like that like i'll be saying stuff and i'll be like yeah, yeah you can think it <laughs> and i'll be like you don't right. say it <laughs> it's so funny like how confident someone can be but like inside they're like ah mm. it's mad so it out of like um inspirations if you could bring an artist back from the dead who would you bring back Ooh, very good one um freddie mercury yeah i would say or freddie i mean he's just like radiant he just radiates like different and like Mm. doesn't he He just had such a you know what it was for me it was bohemian rhapsody yeah yeah it's just the fact that that was like what is that like a five minute long song Mm. Again, genius, bringing stuff out that no one else was doing. Yeah. And no one wanted to do that because it was such a fucking long song. (laughs) But I respected that so much because it's like, I like to see, like for my music and what I hope people gauge from it Mm. when I release is like a story. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily be me because I love acting. So like Mm. being able to tell a story of something random or what you've experienced or what a friend has experienced and being able to like show it 
I want to, it's mad how like storytelling is such an interesting thing. But for him, he like wrote obviously that story and it probably didn't happen that about that man and whatever. But it's so like, what's the word? Obscure. What was that? What story did he write then? Or Well, it was like, Mama, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all yeah. like, yeah, but like mm. killing someone or something. Don't even know that much. Yeah, he might have just like been fucking high. Like, you yeah. <laughs> but I love that. It's the fact that, and like, well, Ed Sheeran kind of did it with, um, What's that song that like about that homeless girl? Oh, um, where she get where she has wings face. though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but it's obviously like it's a true story. But mm. yeah, it's mad and like obviously she was on the streets and stuff. And it's obviously he didn't experience it himself. But mm. like being able to capture a, a story of what he's seen. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't really do that much in music these days. I mean, George no. Smith, Blue Lights, that was good. Like, there's definitely a few, but not really. It's all quite a feeling. It's not yeah, as yeah. much of a story. No. You know? It's scary because I find you can you can be an artist, but you can hide behind your work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like a front. Yeah. And I mean, I would say I'm quite guilty of it sometimes on Instagram. I, I'm trying to be a bit more like myself on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd post photos and I'd be like, hilarious, because I'm yeah. laughing behind the screen like such a catfish, like... Like I'm not, I'm literally in a hoodie right now, like eating a McDonald's and I'm posing like so, and it's mad how like, it's like, what do you actually want to portray? And I think mm. like being as real as possible is the best. Yeah. Instagram is funny though, because it is a platform. You can, you can literally be in one world to the other. If you go on TikTok, my, I mean, my TikTok, Trond, the, uh, my editor, housemate, business partner, <laughs> soon to be soon best to be friend. One. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, he, he was like, yeah, I went on your TikTok because he's got the logins as well to post stuff or whatever. And he's like, I went on for like two minutes, bro, like I can't, it's like conspiracy and spirituality and everything. It's like, <laughs> within four years, within like, five minutes, whoa. it's like <laughs> too much. Yeah. So I feel like for me as well, putting stuff out like doing shrooms on a pod or doing stuff like that. Yeah. You're shadow banned within for two weeks. Literally a minute. Your stories go from like, you know, whatever it was to 10. You know, you can tell you are. So, and that to me is like, the, there was no object or anything being consumed or anything. It was just conversation around that. So it just shows yeah. how much you're being tapped into what you say, mm -hmm. you know. And I think with podcasts, I don't think when you, when it's That's on Spotify or anything that. else like that, you know, people aren't, there's not as many checks in that way, but no. when it's visual or, you know, it's True. picking up on, on, you know, every the facial, every, detail. every single detail. But TikTok seems just like, yo, we're just going to put that out there. <laughs> like, Quite literally like, Whoop. yeah. And I think but that's what I love about podcasts as well. The fact that you can, this is your art and you can put it out there. And if people like it, they do. And if people mm. don't, they don't. But at least yeah. you're being authentically yourself. Like yeah. you're not hiding behind everything's so edited and everything's so like what is it filtered like yeah everything. yeah so you know for the listener mm -hmm. but it's really like the listener resonates more with the realness yeah so. has twitter ever been a thing for you twitter no <laughs> i never got on we, that shit. we're illiterate <laughs> <laughs> i never got on that shit no no twitter I, I mean like i used to write the most stupidest tweets like i love poo and stuff when i was younger but like that yeah 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 like, yeah nothing, i mean for me i'm just deep. bad everything would be like yeah right like you spelt like five words yeah, yeah, literally, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> trying yeah. to be political and it's just all wrong and everyone's like backfires <laughs> like you've just spelt that wrong mate yeah <laughs> so like now we're looking at like you know we spoke about the platforms changing everything else what do you think is the future of music in a way 
because as we said like what some of the good points you said as well was like where everyone's a creative now in a sense you know so yeah. i feel either that that's gonna pop yeah and then create a new vehicle a new tunnel where everyone expresses in a different way in a different like completely different way i don't know i i mean we just to give you some context like the metaverse you've got gigs or concerts happening there you know vr different platforms coming out where yeah. more people are singular it's very virtual it's gonna i feel like it's gonna definitely be very virtual yeah but um, you'll be I flying around again. Literally, <laughs> literally flying yeah. around. But like, it's mad how I just hope that it still becomes about the art. Like everyone goes for the artist for their story or for to resonate with them, and I hope it doesn't get too, I don't know, weird. Mm. But you know, I don't know. I I get freaked out about the future a little bit of how it can kind of go. But then at the same time, I think. Music is so kind of makes the world go round if you think about it. Like, yeah, it's very connective. It is very connective. Mm. It's like film; like it's never gonna die that industry because like no one's ever gonna like. Well, you know what? I don't know because think of TikTok. Everyone's attention spam so. Yeah, our dopamine is just fucked. Hard. <laughs> I 100% have got ideas or something. Yeah. From having TikTok. Well, if you read if you read a book and you forget the page, that's more ADHD than it is dyslexia. It's, it's uh, hyper-focused, isn't it? Attention deficit. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you've literally just been there, but not there. <laughs> not focusing. Ryan, I just went in the cloud. Me with <laughs> Welcome to the chat. Wow, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, yes. true. This is not financial advice or mental health advice. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, like, I hope the evolution of music, and I hope for, like, me, like, going into the music career, mm. I hope that... Yeah, it's. I hope it goes well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Are you excited about festivals and things like that? Now we've yeah. actually got some freedom. Yeah. I'm just hoping nothing gets taken away. Like, didn't you? like I know. Please <laughs> don't do that again. I mean, yeah, no, I'd love to be able to just get a festival and like before. I feel like the energy at a festival is mad because mm -hmm. everyone's there for like that whole buzz. Yeah. I think that would be sick. Like I'd probably. It's like people that. being people. I think when yeah. the festivals like. Because everyone's like heightened and everyone's like off work. Everyone's there to have a good time. There's no mm -hmm. negative vibes of, but I find like it's interesting that like music. I think it's also magic as well as corny as that sounds. Because like you go there and you kind of forget about your problems. Like if say if you're working a nine to five and you're going to see your favorite artist or whatever. Mm -hmm. I love going to a gig and like being completely absorbed in their like world of what they're saying and what yeah they're saying. yeah it's yeah. almost like you go and you're just like in your own world or in their world um rather than like in your own thoughts of like i've got this to do i've got that to do you're really in it yeah it. yeah yeah most of the time would you if you if you um would you do something on stage or would you do a concept like a festival something like that would you like to go that way like i just love concept festivals see i'd like see him and I think I, they're nuts. They're nuts. And <laughs> Have I'd you been Boomtown or anything like that? No. No. I'd freaking love to go. <laughs> I'd love to like. I'd love to go to a lot of festivals. I'd love to go to Tomorrowland. I feel like that. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Um, and big builds of, and stuff like that. Are just really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. But I love like, you know, when you go to like a concert or a festival where it's almost like a story behind it. Like I remember going to see Miley Cyrus before, I and mean, it was like a full on like mm -hmm. story or like Gaga, and it was a full on like 
world. Yeah, you're yeah, in. yeah. You're there and you're just, it's a show. Yeah. And I love that. I'm a sucker for like singing, dancing and acting. Yeah, but the, I think I think now as creatives, you have to combine all talents. You do. And you I think I mean? but that's, I also do think the evolution of music is kind of dead. Like I think I was talking to you before about like mm. Christina Aguilera, like Britney Spears era where everything was such a show and mm. everyone loved that. And the talent was crazy. Like Michael Jackson being able to dance. I feel like that's kind of dead and gone. No one mm. really is that infatuated about like being a singer being able to have stamina and being able to dance yeah Beyonce I remember going to see her and being like blown away with just mm-hmm. like her as like a athlete almost yeah because she's singing and she's dancing and she's putting on a show and she's not singing a bad note and she's not just giving a half-hearted performance where yeah like, yeah no no offense to like all those singers that just sing because that's their forte if it mm. is but I do I'm a sucker for like having that whole showcase and I think kind of that's dead and gone mm-hmm. which is sad but, but that doesn't mean back. well you can revive Maybe, it. Yeah, I, well, that's I, <laughs> my plan. Yeah, I'm gonna revive it. Yeah, I mean, if there was so through through your life now, I mean, you've got so much further to go. I'm saying. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, sure. me too. But looking back, is there anything you is there anything you would have done different, or anything you would like to go back and do if you could do it again? No. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think I, I wish I was a bit more confident in myself and I wish I kind of trusted my intuition a bit more. Yeah. I feel like I could have probably been a bit more, I'm on the right path, no need to stress. Yeah. I suppose like you're in the moment, you're stressing. Mm. Like I'm stressing about the next moment now, thinking what's going to happen next week? What What's going to happen in two years? Yeah. But it's like, chill you know what and i think Mm. that's the best advice i could give anyone it's just live in the moment because literally nothing's guaranteed as sad as that sounds but nothing is guaranteed so you might as well just kind of smash the moment you're in and i kind of look forward and yeah yeah that's pretty i mean for me that's how i kind of think of things otherwise it's like it it gets too depressing yeah but you think you think a little bit like me in the sense of where you're going i would think that in my head like the worries that everyone have is always there but i think when you see someone that looks like they've got none they have just the same but they're good at hiding it just like you are everyone is that's a really good one as well like i thought about this the other day i remember i was like crying over i don't know something stupid (laughs) crying in my bedroom literally wishing my life away but it's mad how like i was thinking like everyone that i look up to has all these problems so like there's no point in thinking i was someone else or wishing i was someone else because realistically and we're all like i sometimes used to put people above me and think oh they're so much more above me Mm. or whatever but it's like we're really not like everyone's just blagging it yeah yeah we're all blagging it and we're all the same like no one's even though you're more successful than someone or Mm. someone's working in a corner shop or someone's like selling at arenas or whatever we're all the same like Mm -hmm. there's no like power difference yeah but i think sometimes we all have it in our heads of shit they've achieved this that and the other at this Mm -hmm. age and i haven't and you almost put yourself down but it's almost thinking like yeah, but that was their path of what they're meant to do and your yeah. time will come. Well, I think as well what's good is things like Kanye's dot coming out. That yeah. You see where he come from. You see yeah. he's a billionaire. Yeah, because you automatically think... He's a billionaire. Think, he's a billionaire. <laughs> you automatically think Kanye is like, oh, he was born into richness or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's mad to see the growth. Yeah. Everyone's that shows from. the real come up. You know, you can come from nothing to, to where you are. So and inspiring. Then, yeah, and I think... 
I think the compare, comparing can be dangerous, but you know, when you grow up with Instagram and everything, I grew up with flip phones. Like in school, we Black just, Messenger. We just, yeah, um, we just got flip touch. phones with, yeah. Like, flip, like, basically, like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, mate. You're gonna, that's so funny. Nokia. But you know, it wasn't so much like that in school, like how you was pressured, and now it's like, you know, you could be in school with people that have millions of followers. <laughs> yeah, literally on TikTok. You know, making serious though. And he's like, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're all doing like How are you going to get him shit? to do his GCSEs or her? Do you know what I mean? They're just they're gonna like, be like, look, I don't need I'm to sorted, bruv. I'm leaving at 16. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorted going into freaking finance. You're like, <laughs> okay, so that's what, you know, mad. Mm-mm. So, like, the one question with this show is what reality are you in? Yeah. So it's like, what, if, for your reality, like, what's your belief structures? In terms of, like, life. Like, religion or, you know, would you have anything to to sort of what the universe is? These are big questions. They are. <laughs> they're really interesting. Yeah. I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like we're all put in the world for a purpose. Yeah. But I sometimes think the purpose can be, like... It's almost like I feel like my purpose, I'm put on the world to, like, make a change or, like, say something to someone to make... Or, like, to be a public figure and able to say my truth and make people believe it. Yeah. But it could almost be, like, sometimes your purpose that you think you're supposed to do could be, like, saying one thing, the smallest thing to someone, and they could, like, change their mindset. Like, I think we've all got a purpose to do something, but it's like you don't know what it is no but i feel like it's funny how we th- probably think that's what we're doing but it's actually <laughs> not but yeah my purpose was maybe like but i also believe that our purpose that we do mm. once we've achieved it we die do yeah, yeah, yeah. but i do i think because mm. sometimes like this is deep but sometimes i'll think nothing's like, really deep though you know it's more just like it's it's all just you know, I think there's levels of what we've been told we can kind of talk about or what we feel we can talk about. Yeah. And with me, it's like these should be more, okay. more, more conversation in a certain way. So like, for example, okay, so for example. I'm not saying I'm banning the word deep. You can say deep if you want to say deep. <laughs> Don't fucking say it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but no, it's true. But I feel like my belief is kind of almost, because I used to get a bit freaked out when I thought of like, obviously bad things happen all the time. Mm. And I also like, like to think like, why would God? Because I would say like I'm spiritual, but I'm yeah. not. I I believe in God. Yeah. I'd like to think there's a higher power, and I believe that yeah. someone's looking after me. But I also don't believe like when it comes down to like babies dying after like a second of being born, or like a mum getting cancer, and like all these awful things that happen to people in life. Mm. I'm like, why does that happen to good people? Or like, yeah. so I think once we've done our purpose, if it was a small purpose of like a baby opening their eyes and someone thinking oh that brought whatever if linked up to something it's almost like it's done your purpose is done and I don't know I'd like to believe that after we've had this life we go into another life like as soon yeah. as we die we get born again mm-hmm. I'd l- I mean it would be cool if that could happen but maybe I mean I'd like to think I don't have any past lives but because I can't feel like I can't remember that stuff yeah. maybe this is my first life and yeah. you never know but I'd like to think that we like be die. scary though be scary though if you know you've done this like a thousand times <laughs> what am I doing wrong <laughs> I don't get this why am I never fucking achieving my career every yeah. time <laughs> but it's bad how like I find what was I saying I kind of forgot but like that you that you would like if this was the first time you've done this yeah. or you that if you you would like to reincarnate that's what you're saying yeah yeah but like yeah I I feel like I hope 
that like yeah I would love to reincarnate into like something else but also mm. like it's mad how like imagine if we'd lived all these different lives mm. like imagine if there was a, only a, a percentage in the world of people and every time someone dies someone gets born yeah so, like it's almost recycling but it's almost like mm. we're coming into like different people and different lives and so that's why I sometimes think life's so not that deep yeah but like it is yeah yeah it's almost like you can yeah, I think I, I heard I heard a few. I mean, I listened to a lot of philosophy. I listened to some crazy fucking shit as well. Yeah, but like the 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 reality is fake, but the experience is real. So, what do you mean by the reality is fake? As in, like, as in, you know, there's there's a lot of things around um, that everything's projected from the mind. Yeah. So that everything you're experiencing is actually inside rather than outside. There's nothing out yeah, here. Yeah, because you think the world kind of revolves around... Well, we're living our own yeah. main characters in our own Yeah, world. so yeah. in that sense, this is created by the mind, but the experiences that you have within this reality are real. <laughs> Wait, dyslexia process. The matrix process. is everything. <laughs> matrix. Yeah. Dyslexia so process, say that again. It's, it's, like, I mean, it's a hard one for me to still fathom, but it's the fact that... that you know what it brings me to is yeah. that it's this is all about experience yeah everything is about experience and the the state of amnesia you have as in the sense did you have a previous life is this just what it is where am i from who am i you know these kind of things yeah. i think is the idea to separate you from creation yeah. to be a creator to create your outlet for your purpose yeah you know and i think that that's that's one of my major kind of like what the fucks like because yeah. but I think it's the doing and the experiencing that is the key to to this to that you. that that gives you the happiness that allows you to want to be here. <laughs> yeah, you're so, I actually really believe that because it is like you, like what's like imagine having like kind of being through a life with no like happiness mm -hmm. or no like because we all get endorphins for different things yeah but like yeah imagine not having the experience or not feeling anything quite mellow like you have to have the lows to enjoy the lows yeah get through the lows and you have yeah yeah of course someone said this to me the other day you need day. the dark for the light yeah quite literally, <laughs> quite literally. but someone said like maybe don't enjoy the highs too much don't get too high that don't get too highs mm. in the highs and don't get too lows in the lows which i kind of like stay in a balance yeah 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 and also like listen if you get high on the high too much i hope yeah a bit of low will bring you back down yeah and rest and rest you know what i mean if you're out for three days yeah. <laughs> that used to be all me <laughs> make sure you have a rest yeah and then yeah. go again so do you feel like after the song and everything else just going on to lows like yeah once you do something that good like because probably tomorrow after this I burn out a little bit yeah, same. because I've had such a good convo with you or with anyone and yeah. anything like that. Later you on, just I'll flag a bit. Yeah, you flag a bit, so it's like it's hard. It's hard to do that. Then I'm like, shall I just do like a podcast every single day? But no, <laughs> because also I believe that like being like being in touch and in tune really with your like creative being. Mm. I feel like you need to have time to rest is so more important probably than the time that you're going yeah because if you don't have the time to rest you're going to burn out and also mm. you just you don't do the best work no imagine course. if you had po like podcasts back to back before seeing me yeah you'd yeah you'd be drained you'd probably be like wouldn't come yeah. across the best so i think yeah well to be fair yesterday like when i'm going out on the street and talking to people we went to this place which was a um a pop-up in shoreditch it's oh, finished yeah. now but it was an american girl and it was basically all about um misinformation 
And on the floor, it had loads of different tweets. So it was like birds are fake. Then it would have like George Soros created slavery or it'd just be like loads yeah. of different conspiracies and everything else. Yeah. And it was how to read conspiracies Ooh, I like or that. how to read misinformation, emotion, um, you know, spreaders, um, words, yeah. you know, that words that are sort of entrapment in a sense. You know, they're trying to... They're saying what they're saying, but really you're picking up on a word and you don't understand blah, blah, blah. So yeah. it's a way she wasn't necessarily saying like all conspiracies are fake, all of this, but people need to understand how to how to learn it. Yeah. After speaking to her for like 20 minutes, like me, and I went home. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, I'm done. Because I was like, you're coming around today. And I was like, you do have to preserve your energy. And okay. I think it, it keeps me being a responsible person. To, to to make sure that when someone comes around or I'm speaking to anyone else, I give the best point. True. But you're not going to go on a bender before your first selfish. festival concept, are you? Exactly. <laughs> Quite literally imagine a mad one before singing. <laughs> yeah. But true, true. The Rolling Stones pulled it off, though. Yeah. They literally they did, didn't they? stayed awake for 14 days once. Mad. Yeah. What? But then I suppose that's a rock and roll lifestyle. Isn't yeah, it? they're still mad. alive and kicking. Most of them, probably. I the know. My brother recently saw <clears> them, and I was like, "Yo, they've been around for decades." Mm -hmm. They on. literally can't stop. I love it. The rule. Yeah, I, I love know. it. <laughs> mad. Rolling well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Yay, so <laughs> I hope you fun. feel cleansed. I do. <laughs> Baptised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any shout outs or anything you've got coming up that you want to let anyone know? Or are you keeping it all under wraps? you like, I'm writing what I'm writing. My creative process is mine. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? Keep an eye out. All I'd say is keep an eye out for my music. Yeah. Um, It's going to be different. You can expect realness you can expect a bit of me a bit of goofiness mm. but yeah but definitely keep an eye out and yeah remember the name i'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, play something me again last but not least uh just want to say if you're enjoying these episodes the patreon is uh still at 199 but i'm moving it up to 399 um by may the first so that tier will no longer be available and if you do enjoy these podcasts and do enjoy the laughter and reality checks we are doing for people and the conversations we're having and it's something that you know brings joy and if you do have a bit of spare change on a monthly basis it will really help me out at the beginning of this um you know i don't want to beg but i'm begging so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it would really help the process. Me and Tron, you know, we want to keep working together, living together, hopefully not forever, but we, uh, we, we're we enjoying it at the moment. And we're both um, working extremely hard. And, you know, there's not millions in this at the beginning, so every little helps. And, uh, you know, the more, the more change I get, the more people I'm going to find, the more crazy conversations I'm going to have, and hopefully... All our perspective on reality will change for the better. So, yeah, I do thank you for anyone that has helped so far, anyone that is listening, anyone that's spreading the word. Um, you're amazing. And uh, I really enjoyed doing this, and I hope we can keep doing this forever. So, thank you. <laughs>